Hey guys, WFA and the Kid here, and today I will be doing a podcast on the current NFL playoff picture. And we'll be discussing whether we think it will remain the same or change in these last six weeks of the NFL season. But I will not be doing this podcast alone, I did say we. I will be joined by Carter in his second appearance on WFA and the Kid. Carter, what's up? What's up? Let's do this. Yes, alright, so we're starting with the AFC. Number one seed, and it has been for quite some time, is the Kansas City Chiefs. Since uh, Tyreek Hill left, there was a lot of questions about whether this team could be the same as it was last year. Could they keep their streak alive of returning to so many AFC championships? Could they be the same? Could they be just as effective and the answer is yes, it really is. They sit at 9-2 and two right now, best record in the AFC, which is why they hold the number one seed. Nobody tied with them or anything. Patrick Mahomes has been his same old self. It doesn't look like he needs Tyree Kill. He has used Kelsey a whole lot. He's had some insane games on primetime included. I think he had a four-touchdown game against the Raiders earlier this year. They are also getting a little bit of production from the run, and the defense is holding up all right. Chris Jones yeah, got that defense. You know, it's pretty solid. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, Patrick Mahomes has always just been crazy at football his whole life, and I I was one of those people that kind of thought Tyreek's gone. The Chiefs aren't going to be this really, really unstoppable team as they were, but... Mahomes and the Chiefs have just proven us wrong everywhere, and Travis Kelsey and Mahomes just have this special special connection, and I think the Chiefs remain the one seed. That will bring us into our number two seed, the Dolphins. A lot of people were hating on Tua at the start of the season, left-handed quarterback, saying how injury-prone he was. And Tua has done nothing but just prove the haters wrong. I mean, Tyreek Hill first in the NFL right now in receiving yards. That that doesn't just happen with a bad quarterback. And I think I think Tua's in the MVP race, and it's a, it's a tight race. But I think the Dolphins will hold the number two seed. It is interesting whether the Dolphins will hold that, just because of how tight their division is. They have the same record as Buffalo right now. The Jets are somehow in there. Uh, one game behind. So I am going to agree with you. I think that their offense is pretty unstoppable and that they will hold the two seed, but I do think it'll be close. The number three seed currently leading the AFC South is the Tennessee Titans. And when you think Tennessee Titans, your mind is automatically drawn to Derrick Henry, one of the best backs in the NFL. Unstoppable. He can stiff arm you. He can run right through you, right through you. Unbelievable strength. And... He's been fantastic this year. He's a big part of why the Titans are 7-4. and four. When Tannehill was unavailable for a couple games, he really stepped up, had one game where he rushed for over 200 yards, and he's pretty much the X factor that is why the Titans will win this division, in my opinion, and hold this seed. Another big shout-out to their defense, who has surprised me. It's definitely in the top 10 there. Don't allow too many points. And I think it's just a very cohesive unit. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Um, you know, it's kind of a situation like the Chiefs. You know, they lost Tyree Kill. The Chiefs were getting hate. The Titans lost A.J. Brown in a shocker on draft night. It, I didn't think the Titans would 
just be able to do what they did last year. You know, they they went to the AFC Championship, played the Bengals, lost. And I I don't know. I thought they would fall off. I don't see them holding this number three seed, though. Um, who I was, do you no, think no, I was mistaken. Contest? I was mistaken. The AFC Championship, I believe, was the Chiefs and Bengals, right? Yes, it was last year. So the round before that would have been the Bengals and Titans. My apologies. I'm interested. Who do you think, Carter, can catch the Titans for that number three seed? Because they are in an AFC South division where the Colts are right. terrible, the Jaguars not great. They did get a good win, but still, both those teams sit at four wins. It'd be difficult, in my mind, for one of them to catch them. Right, but that doesn't mean they'll hold the number three seed. I don't think they'll drop out of the playoffs. I'm pretty sure other teams have tiebreakers over them. All right, all right. I see what you're saying. You think maybe they'll go down to number four Right, they're, they're not going to fall out of the playoffs by any means. I just don't see them holding this three-seed and home-field advantage. Well, the furthest they could drop down if they win the division is number four. Right. Yes. Which would... I'm, I could see the Bills scooting up, and I can... Yeah, I guess it's kind of questionable. That'll bring us to our number four seed, the Baltimore Ravens. I'm I'm a Ravens fan. I I like Lamar. I don't think he deserves all this hate he gets. The Ravens have always been a decent team, I guess you could say. You know, Rashad Bateman, Lamar, got off to a pretty hot start at the start of the season. Unexpectedly, they lost Bateman, which just kind of was a killer. They get J.K. Dobbins back for part of the season, and he goes right back to IR. Dobbins should be back, I read. So they'll be getting back to Dobbins. Lamar is pretty unstoppable. Mark Andrews has also been pretty banged up this year, but I see the I see the Ravens holding the four seed. I completely agree. I think that they're going to win this AFC North division, just edging out the Bengals. The Bengals have dealt with some injuries. They have kept winning, but I think that the Ravens are just too good of a team to lose out this division. They have a very, very easy schedule coming up. One of the best teams in terms of strength of schedule. Very low for the rest of this year. I think they will be right around number four, maybe pop up to number three. Getting their receivers back is key to their success, as you mentioned, and... Lamar is just such a dual threat, both in his throwing game and, of course, in the rushing game where there is very few quarterbacks that excel more than him. And the fifth seed right now, sitting outside of the division winners, is the Buffalo Bills. Going into the year, I think most people would have thought the Bills have this division not quite locked, but definite probable winners. But it's not been the case. This is one of the tightest divisions in all of the NFL. The four teams in this division all have winning records. The Patriots, Jets, Bills, and Dolphins. They're all within two games of each other, which makes it extremely interesting heading into these last five or so games for these teams. Because anything could really happen. You could go from first to last in really one week, maybe two. The Jets were in second when they played the New England and Foxborough a couple weeks ago because that loss took them all the way down to last. That's the kind of impact week-to-week you can have in this division. 
With Stefan yeah, I... Diggs and all these other weapons at Josh Allen's arsenal, I think they will definitely remain a playoff team, stay in the hunt, but just lose out to the Dolphins in terms of the division. I agree with you. I mean, the Bills are a very special team. I, Josh Allen is just as a dual threat as Lamar, if not more. Josh Allen has just proven week in and week out and how special, how rare of a quarterback he is. And even with Knox and Diggs, his, their team chemistry is just brilliant. But I, I totally agree with you. I mean, many people thought this division would probably be out of hand by now. I, know, I mean, maybe a little tight race, but people were not expecting the Jets for sure to be in the playoff spot right now, which is crazy. Yes, and we will get to the Jets later. They're coming up here, but first, Carter, the Bengals, sixth seed. The Bengals, yeah. I mean, the Bengals, they won the Super Bowl, or, um, excuse me, they were in the Super Bowl last year. Disappointing loss. It was tight, tight game. They they held into it, but people weren't expecting it last year. Joe Burrow coming off his rookie year, tearing his ACL, tearing his MCL. That was just tragic. People were unsure if he was going to be good again. Last year, he's proven to be good, and he has not fallen off this year. The Bengals lost Jamar Chase, lost him to uh, an injury. They should be getting them back soon. They get Mixon back soon. The Bengals will not fall out of the playoffs here. I totally agree. While I don't think the Bengals will win the AFC North, currently sit tied on record with Baltimore at 7-4 and four in that AFC North, I do think that they're going to be one of the wildcard teams. It's an unbelievable offense that they have put together and when they get the Jamar Chase back, when they get Joe Mixon back, they're going to return to how they were playing, which is putting up 30 to 40 points on a weekly basis. They went out to Tennessee this week, who they knocked off in the playoffs last year. And even with no Joe Mixon and Jamar Chase, still won on the road. I think that speaks volumes to what this team can do, the adversity that they face, especially with that offensive line. I don't know how Joe Burrow does it, stays healthy for the most part since that scary injury in his rookie year but they find a way and it's because of this very very talented offense with a whole lot of depth and getting into the last playoff team in the AFC currently that holds the seven seed is my New York Jets at the beginning of the year in my NFL predictions that I do I had the Jets finishing nine and eight in the conversation for a playoff spot, but narrowly missing out. Um, they have performed better than what I thought, than what a lot of people thought. They either have seven wins here, one day till December. Very surreal as a Jets fan to think about that. The defense is such a huge reason why the Jets are where they are. In terms of points against their top five in the NFL, Quinn and Williams, unbelievable pass rusher, and who will be for years to come, should earn a Pro Bowl selection this year with other guys like Sauce Gardner in his rookie season, been unbelievable in locking opposing receivers down. Interceptions, the Jets' defense has had quite a few of them, more than in years past. When you look at the offense, not quite as strong, but Zach Wilson did manage to get wins in his tenure with the Jets. They have turned to Mike White now, who had a very encouraging first appearance. And 
whether we roll with him or we feel that Zach is ready, this team has proven that they could win football games. I see that they're going to stay in the seventh seed, maybe move up to the sixth, right around the low end of the wild card. Yeah, I mean, the Jets have shocked a lot of people this year, you know. Pretty bad team last year, pretty bad record. Far from playoffs last year. This year, they come out, they win some football games. They have a winning record, you know, people are surprised. And then this quarterback thing comes up. They put up three points against the Patriots. Zach Wilson gets benched. Mike White comes in against a terrible Bears defense and looks pretty good. But we'll see how he does against the, the Vikings this Sunday. They have a decent defense, but I can see I just don't see the Jets in the playoffs. I think they'll fall off. Yes, it certainly would be a New York Jets thing to do to squander this seven and four start or seven and four record and miss the playoffs. And we'll see what happens. Like you said, interesting game coming up for them this Sunday. That brings us to the NFC playoff bracket now. Sitting in the number one seed, the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles have just been unstoppable this year. A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts have just been incredible. Hurts is really a, a super special quarterback around this league, just like Josh Allen and Lamar. I'd say he's up there. They've just been pretty good, but I don't see them holding the number one seed. You know, the Vikings and the Eagles are in a tight, tight race for the number one seed right now. The Eagles up one game on them, plus a tiebreaker, so two games. The Eagles' schedule coming up is going to be a test. So I see them really falling out of that um, number one seed bracket to the Minnesota Vikings. That is an interesting prediction. Certainly possible the teams only split by one game. Uh, but I do have the Eagles remaining as the number one seed. I do think they'll lose one, maybe even two games coming down the stretch here. But actually, their schedule is pretty favorable in their last five games. Two games against the Giants, they have. And they also play the Chicago Bears, who their season's kind of in shambles right now. Justin Fields, sad is questionable. We'll see what happens with that. Saints, also a pretty easy game. The two tests are the Titans coming up this week and the Cowboys Christmas Eve. If they can get one of those two, Titans, Cowboys, I think they're going to take the number one seed. And I do believe they will. That's why I say they are. The rushing yeah, game and I is think just... I think you're kind of forgetting about the Giants right now. I mean, the Giants have been a good football team. That's certainly going to be a test for the Eagles, too. I mean, the, while the Giants do have a good record, if you look at the scores of some of these games, very, very narrow wins. With injuries to their offense, no Wandale Robinson, no other weapons at their disposal, traded Kadarius Toney. While the Giants do have a good record, and I could see them making the playoffs, we'll get into them in a little bit, I do think that the Eagles are going to sweep them. The Giants did not perform on Thanksgiving. They got blown out by the Lions, who are hot, but don't have that great of a team on paper. I think it'll be easier than most of these games that the Eagles have lined up. So I do have them remaining at number one. Uh, but the number two seed, as we just discussed, is the Minnesota Vikings. Will they remain there? I say yes. I definitely think that these two teams are going to stay at one or two. Uh, one and two, the Eagles and the Vikings. I don't see anybody else catching either one of them. The Vikings have an unstoppable offense. And that's what's carry them for just a while now not to say anything bad about their defense but 
when you look at Justin Jefferson having the most productive year of his career, really, I mean, unstoppable catch against the Bills, 100-yard receiving games plus left and right, right around there, and the ones that he didn't get it. Had a little slump at the start of the year, but he is definitely over that. Dalvin Cook, amazing running back. And, of course, they added weapons like TJ Hawkinson. They have Adam Thielen. Kirk Cousins has had a pretty damn good year, if I do say so. And they sit at 9-2. and two. I think that they are going to hold this number two position. Also, a pretty easy schedule coming up for them, for the most part. Yeah, I can see the Eagles losing. If the Eagles lose two games and the Vikings win out, the Vikings will hold the number one seed. The Vikings have a fairly easy schedule coming up. Really, their only test is Sunday against the Jets, and it gets pretty simple, if I would say. I think the Vikings can grab that number one seed if they fight hard enough. I mean, Kwesi goes out, gets TJ Hawkinson. The Vikings have been aggressive this year, and, and they are a good football team. The defense has been kind of iffy these past three weeks. But as you said, the offense is just unstoppable. You can't really do anything. You double-team JJ Hawkinson's open. It's It's kind of a test for teams like if they want to play games or not you cannot just stop this minnesota offense i think the vikings will hold the two seed or get the one seed it's going to be an interesting race these next few weeks this will bring us right into the number three seed the san francisco 49ers who have just been they started off quiet you know they they get jimmy as a backup quarterback start trey lance Trey Lance goes down with a gruesome ankle injury. People start to question the Niners, but Jimmy G shows up, proves the haters wrong, and Jimmy G has had a very solid year. You know, the Niners, they go out, and they get Christian McCaffrey, also an aggressive team. The Niners are a pretty good football team. I see them holding the three seed or maybe possibly even moving up to the second seed if the Vikings have a fallout. Yeah, as for the San Francisco 49ers, like you said, they started off pretty quiet. They were 4-4, four and four, 500, just a little while ago before winning three straight. But the standout from what I've seen and from just uh, the incredible defense that they have is unreal. Shut out the Saints this weekend. Not a crazy team, but any time you get a shutout is noteworthy. And you look at scrolling up here at the schedule... 0 points given up, 10 points given up, 16 points given up, 14 points given up. It's just unreal what that defense does to you. No matter where you have the football, whether it's at the 1-yard line, first down from wherever, you're not comfortable with guys like Bosa, with guys like... I'm drawing a blank here on the other defenders on their team. I know there's some obvious ones I'm missing, but it's that's what has been the difference maker for this 49ers team Garoppolo also has impressed you know coming as a backup quarterback didn't expect to play that much at all this year and he's been thrown into this role and he's done very nicely I say that they're gonna stay at number three then the last division leader in this NFC playoff race is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this is the worst division in football this year. Every team, including Tampa Bay, has a losing record. And that's not something you associate with Mr. Tom Brady, a losing record. Uh, he's given up a lot to play this year. Came out of retirement. You know, his wife has left him. The divorce has gone through. And 
for what? A five and six season. They are probably going to win this division. They're probably going to make the playoffs with not that great of a record. But it's not very feel-good vibes if I'm a Buccaneers fan. I think a lot of expectations were high here, what could likely be Brady's last season. I don't know if he's come out of retirement to play multiple years. It'll be up to him. We'll see. It just hasn't been the same old Brady. It hasn't. Yeah, and I, I totally agree with that. You know, the, That division is still a tight race for the playoffs. As stupid as it sounds, a bunch of losing teams, and it's a tight race for a division. I mean, the Falcons and Panthers are both just sitting there kind of knocking on the door. It, they're still a threat right now. The Bucks sitting at four seed is definitely interesting. Will they hold that four seed? No, I I don't think so. The Bucks just haven't been themselves this year, like you said. Tom Brady gives up everything, loses his wife, comes out of retirement, just to disappoint really this year. They just haven't been really healthy. You know, Leonard Fournette's missed a few games. They just got Chris Godwin back recently. I I don't see the Bucks holding this number four seed here. I mean, I understand why you would say that they might lose it out to one of these other teams that are close to them in their division, but I can't see any of them making a run. The Saints, very inconsistent, haven't been good at all this year. The Panthers, Sam Darnold is a quarterback now. He had a good game against the Broncos defense, which is interesting, but I don't think he could lead this team to anything. There's just not enough weapons. No more Christian McCaffrey, no more Robbie Anderson. And as for the Falcons, they are the biggest threat to the Buccaneers right now. They have the same number of wins at five. They're five and seven. Bucks five and six. Kyle Pitts today, uh, after his surgery, it was revealed he'll be done for the year. Huge loss for them. I think the Bucks will hold on just narrowly, though. That'll bring us into our fifth seed, the Dallas Cowboys, who have just really been a good football team. And Dak goes down. Cooper Rush comes in, gets some. Three or four wins, I believe it was. Just a really impressive football team. You know, all the talk about them bringing in Odell. They have a really, really, really good defense and a really good receiving core. They're just a well-put-together football team. And I, they're sitting at fifth seed right now. I can see the Dallas Cowboys moving up from here. I do think that the Dallas Cowboys will stay here at number five. It's been a really refreshing year for Cowboys fans, this one. As you said, Cooper Rush um, did his job. He won while Dak was not here. Did a lot better than people thought he would. Passed the torch to Dak when he came back, and it's still been lights out. They had that thrashing of your Minnesota Vikings up in Minnesota. It was an uncharacteristic game. Thought it'd be a lot better. And their defense has been the eye-opener this year, similar to the 49ers' defense. They have a scary defense. Micah Parsons in his second year could be honestly defensive player of the year. He does everything. He intercepts passes. He could sack you. He's lightning fast. I loved watching him at Penn State, and he's been next level in this league. They're running back, Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard has kind of shifted from holding that number two role to exceeding uh, Zeke in many ways, having better games than Zeke week in, week out. And with a team like this, I think that they should win the division. With as good as a record, they're going to wind up probably 11, 12 wins, depending on what goes on in some of their closer games. But they're not catching the Eagles. I'm going to hold them at number five. Then another team in their division sits right behind them at the sixth seed, 
the New York Giants, as good as they started, 7-2. and two. Brian Dable, some people's pick for coach of the year. And while he's done a fantastic job with this low-talented group, I think that the Giants are going to fall out here. They lost to the Lions. They lost to the Cowboys. They have really intense games to close out this year. Still have two against Washington, who's been unbelievable with Heineke, and they sit right behind them at the seventh seed. Two against Philadelphia, who can hurt you in so many ways. Rushing game, whether it's with Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, pick your poison, or Jalen Hurts could just throw it to one of his receivers like A.J. Brown. With four of those last five games being against those two teams, I don't think the Giants will have much success. Yeah, I totally agree with you, man. I think the Giants are going to fall off here. Really, the only hope for the Giants this year has been Saquon. Saquon has carried that team in so many ways. Saquon comes back from some pretty rough injury years for him, and he just proves everyone wrong. But tough schedule coming up. I think the New York Giants will not make the playoffs. That brings us to our seventh seed, the Washington or the one the Washington Commanders who have won seven of their eight last football games, only losing to Minnesota, beating the undefeated Eagles. Taylor Heineke comes in for an injured Carson Wentz and just has taken off from there. Another team that just has a really, really scary defense. Washington getting Chase Young back in the coming weeks. I think Washington holds on to the seventh seed here. Taylor Heineke has been performing really well, and their defense has been stopping. They've been doing their job. Yes, totally, Carter. Uh, the Commanders have been crazy, just absolutely crazy every week. Knocking off those undefeated Eagles, like you said, was probably the shock of the NFL season so far. It made people realize Heineke is for real. He is a good quarterback, very, very solid. Not the most talented offense there, but he's finding a way to win football games and having nice performances. The defense, like you mentioned, Definitely doing better than I thought they'd be. They held the Falcons, who have a pretty respectable offense there, to 13 points last week. In Minnesota, they kept them in check for so very long in that game until at the end they narrowly lost that one. It's it's I, I completely agree that they're going to stay here in the playoffs, maybe push for the sixth seed that the Giants currently hold. And I forgot to mention, I think that the Seahawks will move up and replace the Giants in that NFC. Yeah, the Seahawks have also been a, a very, very shocking team this year. You know, they lose Russell Wilson, who goes to Denver, gets a huge contract, and just does not succeed there. That offense has been horrendous. And Geno Smith on the other end, surprisingly, has been just shocking in this NFL. I mean, he's playing like a top 10, top 5 quarterback right now. The Seahawks have not fallen off from Russell Wilson, and I, I totally agree with you. The Seahawks will make a push for this playoffs. Yes, uh, they do also, to keep in mind, have the tiebreaker over the Giants should they be tied on record, beat them in the head-to-head -head game. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this podcast. Um, NFL season, very interesting as we enter December this weekend and tomorrow with the Bills and the Patriots. We'll kick off this week 14 we're in now? 13. Week 13 we're going. Week 13. Yep, week 13. Uh, all right. Thank you so much for joining today, Carter. Thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. 
All right, guys, thanks for listening. This has been WFA and the Kid with Carter.